Yo, what is up? It's your boy MC Militia, and we are here live on the first episode ever of Militia Talks. On this episode, we got a special guest. We got my fiance, Mary, aka Gerby Jones, aka Harry Mary. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is the first run through. This is the first test. Um, Mary's in the bedroom. I'm across the hall into the closet, my little <laughs> my little office. So this is the first run, the first test. So yeah, babe, this is it. This is our first podcast, and we're live. I'm excited. Yeah. How do I sound? Do I sound good? Yeah, you sound pretty good. How about me? You're a little loud, but I think that's like normal. Oh, should I, like, tone it down a little bit? Like, a little bit. Okay, how about now? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds... You sound more chill. You're not yelling, like, Hey, welcome to my show! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so if you guys don't know, um, on our first episode that we're doing right now, we're drinking. So Mary's in the bedroom with Bud Light. I'm in the closet, a.k.a. storage room, a.k.a. (laughs) Dave Militia office, the Militia Cave, drinking some red wine. Don't spill any on the carpet, okay? <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm trying not to. I'm like standing up. I was going to sit down, oh but I'm like standing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's jump right in. Um, the first topic that we're going to talk about pretty much um, is music festivals. So, what do you like? What do you think? It's been a crazy fucking couple of months with everything going on. And I think, you know, music festivals have been put on pause. And mm-hmm. yeah, I miss listening to some fucking live music. I do too, honestly. And, and just like the atmosphere alone, you know, I mean, we're all isolated right now. And just like, I miss walking into a festival and everyone's vibes, like, it's just so loving and right now I just feel like there's no love out there in the world right now that's true the world is pretty fucking on fire right now um but I will say this I feel like it's a much needed break for music festivals I mean I know the artists are feeling it in their pockets they're not getting paid to do shows obviously our favorite artists can live stream all day long but not get paid, you know? So it sucks not being paid and not being able to perform, but I feel like on the flip side, on the upside, them staying home and getting a break is also a good thing for maybe their bodies. You know, I feel like it's one of those things where you just got to tone it down a bit and just wait to see what happens. Well, that's true. And it actually, I feel like it could give them more of an opportunity to write new music, you know, and, you know, um, connect on a different level because they have the time to do so besides like oh i'm on a road trip or i'm on a flight or i'm in my hotel for a few hours like let's see what i can get together like now it's like the time to enjoy themselves i think they deserve a vacation you know from the festivals and you know the intimate shows and stuff like that so i feel like you know right now is it's a good time for them um and yeah like I kind of like the break because honestly it was it was getting a little too much where it's kind of like we were on the road all the time traveling everywhere and now I'm like okay I can relax but yet I do miss it yeah (laughs) and yeah and with saying that it's crazy because 
it feels like think about it we've only done maybe like three shows back to back tops every other show that we've done has been separated mm-hmm. in those three days we're already freaking dying like how do you think these other artists that are touring like every day like like excision you- when he was selling out all his shows during his whole um you know his whole tour like going non-stop like i don't know how many shows it was but i know he had like Pretty much the whole month sold out. Like every day was a new show or something like that. Yeah, I do remember that. And I don't know how he does it or any of those DJs. I'm, I get tired real quick, and I don't know. Like <laughs> they're superheroes yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, and I think another big part of that is when they're sober and they're just kind of like, you know, standing there. Obviously, they love what they're doing. They're doing a great job of it. But when you're standing there and you kind of have a job to do and you know what you're doing, I think that's a little more self-paced mm-hmm. as me. You know, I get a little buzzed. I'm jumping around. I'm doing all this crazy shit. And I feel like I gas myself too quick. Um, and I think that's just that's just me, you know. So I feel like in a sense, I feel like they're OK, you know, like with them standing there and knowing what they have to do. And, yeah, they'll have a drink here and there. But for the most part, I feel like they know how to self-pace themselves because they've been doing this for so long. That's true. Yeah. I can agree with that 100%. And, you know, kudos to them, you know, for giving us a show and everything that they have. And, you know, sometimes they're really sick, but they still come to the shows and perform, you know, because they love their fans and they're dedicated and, and that's some real shit. But at the same time, it's like, Hey, like us fans would totally understand. Like, (laughs) at least I would hope so. People would have a heart for their favorite DJs to be like, hey, like, it's okay to take a break. It's okay if you need to reschedule. Like, we're not going anywhere. Obviously, we we're paying to come see you, and, and that's what we want. But we'd rather have you rested and then, you know, give us your all some other time. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I hope and I wish that everybody saw it that way Mm -hmm. you know how people are you know people obviously spend money on tickets and they're expecting someone to be there at a certain time right and a lot of people don't understand that you know sometimes shit happens life happens you know this is a job life happens family sickness loved ones anything can happen where you need to cancel or reschedule so I think with something like that we always need to be understanding Mm -hmm. when it comes to an artist having to reschedule and not being able to perform yeah, no, I agree. And honestly, like you mentioning that, like, yeah, I have seen it all over social media at times where it's like, oh, so and so canceled because like he's not feeling good. Like, come on. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, if it was you, you would not give a fuck and just kind of, you know, go on with it. Yeah, so quick, quick question. So, Let's say we were not together, right? And you were you were alone. We never met. You are at home. Just picture yourself being at home right now. Okay. And someone's like, one of your friends hits you up and be like, yo, there's going to be this music festival. Let's go. Like, it's going to be social distancing or sh- social distanced. Like, do you feel like you'd be ready to go out right now? <sighs> Honestly, like no. what would what would you Honestly, do? Honestly, no, I would not. I don't care how many little cubicle thingies that you guys like. I've seen, you know, people are trying to put together. Like, no, I don't think so. That's just my honest opinion because I I care about my I care about my life and I care about other people's lives. Like, where I'm just like, no, I I I wouldn't go. 
Yeah. I really wouldn't. And as much as I agree with you 100%, I still think it's a little cool that, I don't know if you've seen those pictures, but it's like a little like, it feels like everybody has their own personal rail. It's oh, like, yeah, have you I seen like that. the little cube? That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I still, mean, like... it is cool, but at the same time, it's just like, you're in the, you're in that little cubicle thing with like six other people. Like, hello. Like you really don't know if that person's carrying something. Let's get real. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. We got to be extremely careful. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people feel different about this particular topic. And I think I've learned at first I was really upset, you know, with people not caring, but I think at a point where I'm at now, I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like, you know what? We cannot control what people feel obviously everybody has a right to their opinion Mm -hmm. and if they want to go ahead and go out then so be it I think it's just up to the people that don't want to go out to stay home at at this point because at the end of the day people are going to do whatever they want to do and some people feel like they're safe some people feel like the mask is fine as long as they're six feet away which is okay you know they're still out there following safety guidelines but for the people that are out there and are not following safety guidelines then yeah, you're pretty much a pain in the ass because that's why we're where we're at. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, yeah, I see where you're going with that. And I, I feel the same way now as well, because I don't let it affect me as much anymore. Like when people are like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Used to, I'm like, I just wanted to like yell at those people. But at the same time, everyone's going to live their life the way they want to. But yes, you're right. At least follow like follow the guidelines at least you know like do us all a favor and do that and then i want to be so pissed but that's just me i guess yeah no i know what you mean with that so another quick question right now at this very moment who are or better yet if you had the opportunity to meet five artists right now or or no 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 let me say this if you could invite five artists to the house right now who would it be like like at the top of your head like the first five artists like who would you invite okay come over and have have drinks and dinner and shit okay it would be um it's gonna be super random but uh cascade (laughs) green velvet zed's dead wow and um that's really it. Those are the oh, uh, yeah. That's it. I think you had. I think there's one more missing. Yeah, there is one more missing, but I don't know. I can't name all five. <laughs> um. Did you say chain smokers already? Oh wow! I'm surprised I didn't say the chain smokers number one. Wow. I think because of all the. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think it's because of all the shit that they're going through right now. I feel like maybe you didn't want to say it. Uh, but I don't uh, know. I'm gonna get like bashed for saying their names, but I, nah, you know, I, yeah, no, this, I get honestly like speaking of the chain smokers real quick. It's I've mentioned the chain smokers a long time ago on my Facebook, and this bitch is like going off on me like the chain smokers really, and it's like okay, well I don't dog your music or anyone else's music that they like, like. I thought that's part of being in the culture. It's like, you're not supposed to exactly. judge one, you know? And she's over here judging everyone because she thinks she's like this badass shuffler. She thinks that she's just the it shit. And I'm like, girl, you need to calm down because you're not all that great for one. And for two, it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna support and love whoever the hell I want to. Just like whatever you do, like, I don't judge it. I don't tell you off, yeah. you know, leave me alone. 
Yeah, and and this this scene has changed so much, even in the little time that we've been in it. Really? Like, you know, we haven't been in here since the 90s or anything like mm-hmm. that. But just the little time that we've been in it, I feel like a lot has changed where as much as I wanted to be open with the whole culture and everyone in it, I find myself kind of starting to back away and just kind of isolate myself and just enjoy it my way when in reality I should really it's really one of those things where you should be out there running around meeting new people being friendly like I feel like it's changed a lot and everybody's going to their corner Mm -hmm. and not wanting to meet in the middle with anything so with that being said I feel like if you have an opinion and it's negative keep it to yourself Mm -hmm. you know everybody does have their preference people think all the artists or most of the artists that I like are fucking weird and the same with you. Like, I'm sure you ha- like you have a lot of DJs that I don't listen to. And I've never once told you, hey, like, change that shit, turn it off or don't listen to them because I'm nobody to step on your creative thoughts or <laughs> to be like, you know what? You need to like what I like or anything like that. Like, I respect you 100 percent for anybody that you like. That's why I said, like, no matter what these artists are going through, like, if you were to invite them right now, it would mm-hmm. be cool. Like on some homie shit, you know, like yeah. fuck all those politics shit or what's going on. Or if you did this in your crowd or you did that, like th- that doesn't matter. Like I'm saying like, we would invite them like on a friendly level, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, who would you invite over? That's a really, I didn't even think you were going to ask me that. <laughs> um, the first person that I would invite, and I know, don't judge me on this. This is just who I would invite to come over right now to have some drinks with us. Yeah. Or to eat. Number one would be Steve Aoki. Okay. Number two, Skrillex. Just to talk to him and get in his, in his mind. You know how we feel about this topic. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, um, Don Diablo for sure. Oh, yes. Don, Don Diablo's number three. Number four, probably Alesso. Okay. And these are, I think these are just people that I don't follow consistently. So it's one of those things like, hey, come over. We haven't talked in a long time. Mm -hmm. Let's catch up. That's why I'm picking these people because I want to, I want to get to know them on a more personal level. And the fifth one, who would, who would the fifth artist be? It would probably, I don't know. I want to say like right out the top of my head is just Jaws because I know you've had the chance to meet him. I I would want to meet him and just have a conversation Mm -hmm. with him, to be honest with you yeah so that those are my top five yeah okay i respect that i like that a lot so which one are we gonna invite to the wedding <laughs> um con candy <laughs> right con candy special guest baby yeah i'm gonna MC my own wedding <laughs> i'm gonna rip off rip off my tux and it's gonna be like the elephant thong oh my god shut up <laughs> Oh don't tell everybody yeah. secret right so moving forward um i guess with music festivals it's just one of those things where it's gonna take time um and i'm willing to wait i'm willing to take this break i'm willing to wait and i'm willing to see where this goes honestly yeah me too me too i'm i'm excited you know um i think honestly in my opinion with edc coming up i think that's a little too soon you know um but even for next year yeah, I think it's too soon. I mm-hmm. really don't think we're nearly as close as we think we are to fully exposing ourselves out there. You know, even though ravers, most of the ravers wear masks, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, also keep in, keep in mind, though, with that being said, 
it's one of those things where he has to give a deadline or at least push out a date. You're it right. could come to terms where it gets close and he's like, hey, guys, fuck it. We got to stretch That's this out again. Out. Like only they know what they're doing. But That's- as far as like ticket sales go, I feel like he, he had to say a date. You yeah, know? you're right. I-, I honestly, I didn't think of it that way. I just thought of it like, oh, seems a little too soon, but OK, you know. Go yeah, ahead. no, he he, <laughs> he knows he knows what he's doing. He- yeah. He's a smart guy. Shout out to Pascal mm-hmm. doing all the virtual raveathons and putting all this shit together and holding it down, being fucking Papa Night Owl, holding it down for the fam. Um, but moving forward, um, so we're going to talk about some living arrangements. <laughs> so to everybody that doesn't know, we've been together for what, four years? Mm-hmm, four years. So think about it. Think about how we started, how we met at my mom's house in my small bedroom, right? That's where we started building our relationship, getting to know each other in this tiny little bedroom, right, where we would order pizza watch yeah. movies you know we would go out we would go drink outside and come back in you know just like young oh, puppy love stuff in laredo where i had no idea where i was <laughs> <laughs> and we we moved from that bedroom to my dad's house in mm-hmm. a garage room yep and that's where we lived for a couple months we lived in a garage with no windows and this is where winters were cold and yeah. summers were hot. Yes. Oh, my God. Brutal. I remember going to work and you standing on the gate waiting for me or watching me leave and me recording you. Mm-hmm. I remember that, too. <laughs> so from a tiny bedroom in my mom's house to a small garage room in my dad's house, we then upgraded to our first apartment i'm not gonna say where we're not gonna give locations (laughs) our first small apartment where it was extremely tiny i was so excited but when i got the keys and i was the first one to see what it looked like i was a little disappointed because it felt small it felt like a little gingerbread house you know even though it was just me and you i was Mm -hmm. very grateful that we had our own place but it was small like nonetheless yeah it it was and um but you know we did make it our home for two years there and yeah yeah we did it was we we made it work (laughs) in the tiny little home and now we are in a badass apartment that i love so freaking much not to brag right but this is this is the best place that i've ever lived in this is so nice like like i told you and we've talked about this that i grew up in a very poor home and i I know you did too like Mm -hmm. we didn't have anything we had what we you know we had what our families could provide to us which we're both extremely grateful for Uh, we would never talk shit or forget where we come from you know we always visit home and just enjoy it like we do Mm -hmm. but to be here and look around and say holy shit i have a marble counter a lot of people can't say that like i know i could never say that or hey look i got wooden floors that i get to polish every day like or i got a garden tub like i've never had the luxury of having any of those things yeah and for people that don't know it's like some people might say really like that's easy shit to get well like for us and i'm saying us because i know you also grew up kind of like i did yeah of course for, for us, it's just like to live in a home like this, it, it's a blessing. Like yeah, I yeah. literally 
and it's funny because I always say, yeah, I'm in the closet or yeah, I work in the closet, but <laughs> I'm in a badass. For those that can't see, I'm in a badass fucking closet right now. It's a walk-in closet where all my shoes, all my hats, it's like perfect. It's my little man cave. Like I love being in here. Yeah, it's and I and another thing that I love about it, it's like the tall ceilings, the um the views, the all the natural lighting. I mean, we're on the fourth floor, we get to see we get to see deer every day. We get to see little animals. Um, <laughs> this the fireworks from Six Flags every weekend. I mean, can't get it's any a, cooler than that. <laughs> it's a pretty badass view, and we have you know, and we. It was funny because we were talking about this the other day that we bought our first TV. Like, I mean, people, like I said, people might see that as normal things or like not even an accomplishment but for us it's like it really felt like an accomplishment like we bought our first tv like i've never had a tv this big um let alone it come with free cable and shit that picks up wi-fi like i've never had anything techie like that my whole life same (laughs) so it's pretty cool i mean we i feel like we have accomplished a lot together you know from when we first started you know, in Laredo, then here to San Antonio from your dad's to the other apartment to this. And I'm just, I'm so blessed right now. And I wake up every morning, just extremely happy. Just, I, I, every time I wake up, I look at you and you're just there, like all sweet and innocent. And I just want to like <laughs> kiss you like so much. And then like, I leave and I'm like, oh, I love my apartment so much you know i thank god every day for everything that he's provided for us and i'm excited to see what our next place is going to be i'm sure this is where uh this is leading to (laughs) yeah that's exactly where this is leading to is i know we haven't talked too much about it but since we're here and our listeners are hearing and this is our first episode so where where do you see yourself next like where do you see us next and i say where do you see us because honestly, I'm I'm not about to get emotional or anything, but I feel like everything that I, I have and everything that we've earned has been a big part of you with how hard you work and everything that you do for us. And I really appreciate that. And it's crazy because people always assume that it's the guy's role to provide and do everything mm-hmm. when really it's like we're a team effort, like the way I explained it. It's like you're my shack and I'm Kobe. Like you get me like we're a team like. Like, you know, like we got to win this shit. Like, you know, we got to win this. We got to win these finals. We got to get this trophy. We got to fucking get MVP. Like we got to win. And Mm -hmm. it's crazy because, like I said, from my mom's bedroom to my dad's garage to our first tiny uh, apartment to now this more spacious. It's still a one bedroom, by the way, but it's still it's like really huge. It's It's, very huge. Yeah, it's amazing. And just right now that we came from the grocery store when I walked in like it smells so clean so new like it's perfect I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better home like so where do you see us going next year like what does 2021 look like for you oh my gosh well I'm you know that my emotions are kind of like all over the place with this because um you know, where I kind of want to go to, which is like up north of Dallas. Um, but of course, like I'm going to respect what you want as well, because we're going to, you know, make this make this decision together. And, you know, I feel like we have a lot more to talk about as far as, you know, what we want, you know, because what I want 
could be different what you want, you know, and I don't want you to be like, yeah, I want it because you, you know, that's where I want to be and be happy. But yeah, you know, I want it to be, you know, this is our home. Like whether it's the next apartment until we buy our house, like whatever the steps are, like, I want you to be happy as well. Not just because like you want me to be happy. It's because of your happiness as well. So it's, I mean, I'm down for whatever, like if we want to stay here and upgrade to a two bedroom, you know, like I can be okay with that. Or if we, you know, we want to move to a different city, you know, whether that be Dallas up north of Dallas or wherever, you know, like, I guess like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I never really asked you what you wanted. I just kind of went with it, you know, because you're like, yeah, like, we'll go up there. And then I just ran with it, you know, and then I never really um, sat down and just asked like, well, what about you, babe? Like, what do you want? Like, it's, I just felt like it was all about me there for a moment. And, you know, I'm sorry for that, but like, you know, I want to know what you think too. So like, what do you think? Like, where do you see us as well? Yeah, no. And it's, it's okay. I feel like we do talk about this like together all the time. So it's not one of those things where I feel like I'm left out or anything like that. Like, I think at the end of the day, it is going to be between two options, whether it be stay here and get something bigger or move to Dallas and get something the same size that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. or maybe something bigger over there too. Um, I think it's just one of those things where we're both the same with following our heart and kind of going with the flow. So I feel like with work, like we're both okay right now. So I feel like we're, we're, we're comfortable being here. And it's just one of those things where honestly, we might stay here and get something bigger. Like that's, that's very possible. Um, I guess it really depends on how the world's going to be looking in 2021, to be honest yeah, with you. That's like, true. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm really okay with just upgrading and, you know, staying here and, you know, until we decide of what we want to do, because, I mean, within the next, you know, within the next five years, you know, we're going to purchase a house. I'm not going to say we might purchase this ho- purchase a house. Like, I'm going to tell you, like, we are going to purchase a house. Within oh, shit. Years. So, so you're, so it's like official, like you're telling everybody we're going to get a house. Yeah, like, we're going to get shit. a house. Like it's going to happen whether, you know, we buy a house that's already built or whatever. But I mean, I prefer us to build our own home but I mean I don't care what it is either way we're gonna have a house within the next five years so that's where it's gonna be and you know I'm putting that in the garden and it's gonna grow and it's gonna be a freaking house in the next five years and I don't know where this house is gonna be but it's gonna be a badass house and um yeah let's hopefully like we have room to take care of our parents and you know (laughs) I got so excited that my fucking headset fell out of my ear. No. <laughs> <laughs> because it's crazy. That's that so that goes back to my original point like I've never had a conversation like that. I I never got to think even as a child I never thought to myself, you know what? How would it be like to have my own house? Like we were that poor that I didn't even in my mind I knew that that wasn't even an option. Like I just mm-hmm. felt like this was going to be my life forever with the way I was living. So it's definitely a blessing to be able to say or hear you say like, yeah, a house is going to come. And and I feel it in my heart. Like, I feel like everything that you have planted has grown into something. So I really appreciate that. And I love you to death for that. Now, this comes to our third topic, because with talking about this, as we're on this subject, 
there was a post on Facebook yesterday. I'm not going to say who posted it. Somebody was talking about how this new music video of Cardi B and Megan the Stallion is turning all these females into hoes, not wanting to be housewives and all this nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. Like obviously it it's entertainment. We're we're in the industry. We know we know what's up. Right. This is entertainment. These artists get paid to do this. These artists get paid for record sales and for views and all that shit. Like this is a a job for them. This is a job for Cardi B and for Megan the Stallion to be making music like this because they know it sells. Everybody's talking about all that explicit shit right now. And that's okay. So there's no influence b- behind that, I think. But in this Facebook post, this guy was talking about how women were going to stop cooking for men. And I take a lot of those comments seriously um, because I feel like when you're judging women and you're judging men and you're giving people roles, it's like that shouldn't be how society is. So that's moving on to my next topic, which is food. So when have you and I'm not doing this to throw you under the bus or anything, (laughs) but when have you when have you cooked a meal for us? I mean, it's pretty rare, honestly, Um, but that's because. You know, I you you do love the, doing the cooking around here, and I I love it. Um, not just because like I'm lazy or anything like that, but you are more creative than I am in all kinds of different platforms, I believe. So it's like you enjoy it, you love making us dinner, and you know I appreciate every single hot meal you provide for us every single night, and. You know, as long as you're not complaining, I'm not complaining. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, if I could cook and and uh, one thing, it's like, you know, with work right now, I'm I'm really overwhelmed. But I do want to mm-hmm. look into um, cooking more and looking into more recipes because, you know, you work hard as well. Like we're like you like we talked about before. It's like we are a team. So it's like, you know, I, I there's times I can cook like some simple meals, you know. <laughs> But I want to be able to, well, you know, actually like Thanksgiving, I feel like I do most of the cooking for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, nah, you know, I'm just like pretty mind blown about what you said about that uh, Cardi B thing because about people saying that because I don't give a damn. Like it, the song could go hard, I guess, if people want to say that. But at the same time, I'm like, nothing's gonna change my mind like if I cook and I clean like I love cleaning I love making sure that you have a clean house and you have laundry done like I love doing those things for you because I know that makes you happy is to come home to well you are home (laughs) to get off work (laughs) and to like relax in the you know um a bed that is made or you know there's no dirty clothes everywhere or you know everything is clean for you and that's what I like you know I like to live that way I don't think I'll ever listen to a song and be like oh you know what like I think I'm gonna be a hoe now because Cardi B said so like what like no And, and that was that that that's exactly what I said I was like first of all I'm the one that does all the cooking in the house and it's not by choice. It's because I love to cook. I love to be the one. And here's the thing. People might not understand that you're out there on the front lines, working your butt off every single day, long 12 hour shifts. You work your butt off to make sure that the bills are paid and that everything is under control. And 
lucky for me, I'm blessed to be able to work from home and kind of get up and do everything, you know, around the house here and there. But when you come home from those long shifts, you deserve a nice, warm, cooked meal. And I love cooking for you. I love making you steak. I love making you ribs. I love making you what we had right now, which is like the little, uh, like the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I love making all kinds of things for you, all kinds of chicken, all kinds of fish, all kinds of things. I love cooking for you. And I know that you come home and you're super tired. And I love sometimes giving, I, I, I know I should do it more often, but I love giving you body rubs, you know, after you had a long day. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand is you come home you pay the bills. And I said it, I, I'm not ashamed to say it in the comments. Like, yo, my girl pays the bills. I don't know about your girl. But my <laughs> shoddy pays the bills Yeah, and I cook. I, I love to cook. Like you, de- you deserve those. I'm not going to say five-star meals. You deserve those four and a half star meals, <laughs> <laughs> even though I think I'm a decent cook. No, you are. You're um, a really good cook. You, and it's like, th- that's the thing. Like you work so hard. And I think, like I said, giving people roles like, oh, the woman should cook, the man should go work. We're not in the fucking hunter and gatherer times where, oh, the woman cooks the meat, the hunter goes out and kills the deer and brings the leg. Like, no, like, you know, like this is the fucking 2020, exactly. like, and, and things, things can be okay. Like you can do these roles. I can do these roles and we mix it yeah, up. Exactly. It's not like we don't even stick. We don't even stick to those no, roles. We you cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you you I love it when you make hamburger helper <laughs> and sometimes I stay here and work a little extra like you know we both play our part and we do what we have to do to survive and make sure everything gets taken care of mm-hmm. and we're Gucci yeah and that's the thing it's like even if we're like super rich and you're like let's say you're bringing like all this money in or or whatever and I'm like I don't want to be a housewife like I don't want to be at home all day that's boring as shit. Like, maybe if I was like pregnant, it's it's, it's pretty it's it, it's pretty dope. Well, yeah, I am <laughs> sure it is. But like for me, it's like I I get bored. So it's like maybe if I was like pregnant or had like a one year old, there'll be a different story. Because like yeah, I could be home with the kid. But like other than that, I'm like I don't want to be at home. Like I want to be productive. I want to be accomplishing things at work and. You know, like I'm a go getter, I guess you can say, and and I love I love working. I really do. It stresses me out at times, but I I do love it because I can provide a lot of things for both of us, and you do the same. You know, so you have to give yourself credit on that as well because you do work hard and you do provide as well. You know, um, I'm not gonna get personal into our life, but you know, like we have cert- like certain circumstances in our life. But, you know, I, I know what we're, what we got and I appreciate every little thing that we do have. And, you know, um, like you said earlier about planting everything, like I, I do feel like I'm not going to try to toot my own horn, but like, like sometimes you're like, no, no, like not like you're like super negative, but like you have your doubts, you know, I'm sure because it's kind of like, you know, we both never really had a lot of these things, but I'm just like, no, like we're going to work hard and we're going to have this and we're going to do this and we're going to have this. And, and it, I feel like it, it has came to light. You know, we have everything that I feel like that I've always talked about and, and I want to continue that. Like, that's what I said. It's like, we're going to have a house, like it's just going to happen. And, you know, we're going to have 
so many more hot meals that you're going to cook for us. <laughs> yeah. And with that being said, I really want to say that to everybody listening, two things. If you're in a relationship, like take what me and Mary are saying to heart and understand that when you're in a relationship, like when you do things the way you feel are good, that's when all the good shit comes. So to everybody out there who's in a relationship and is listening to this right now and you think, what the fuck? Mary pays all the bills and David stays home and cooks. Like, what the hell kind of circus is this? Like, <laughs> no, like we're, we're happy. We're, this is how we live. And this is great. Like mm-hmm. we're both extremely happy with the way that we're living. And I, I know to some people it's weird because people have told us like, what, like, why are, why are you working so hard? And he's not like, obviously we understand the situation that we're in, you know, me and you, like mm-hmm. you said, we're not going to go into detail, Yeah, but the certain situation that I'm in where I'm bound to certain things. That's when you come in, like, you know, you're in the game, putting in those fucking, putting in that overtime, making these fucking scores. Like you get me? Like you're, you're, you're the one holding it down because you know what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, (laughs) you know, Oh, and another thing before I, before I change the subject, everybody who's listening, make sure that you tell Mary or wish Mary some good vibes that she gets her promotion soon um, <laughs> to be able to fucking make more money and buy me more tacos for sure. <laughs> yes. Whatever you want. <laughs> so, so with this next topic, so I think this is where you were going to, we were going to talk about the certain lifestyle that I live. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So everybody's probably like what the fuck it's about to get fucking exotic joe in here <laughs> like <laughs> like oh me so horny like no nah, nothing like that like with the mc life like i wanted like i guess i want to go back and forth with you about this about you're dating somebody who likes to perform who's an mc and for those who don't know what an mc is it's a hype man pretty much i'm the one who works with a dj and i get the crowd hype and you've been with me for four years and this whole time you've dealt with me being an MC on my spare time. Mm-hmm. And I just want to ask you like, what, what has life been like? And this is not for me to sound conceited, but what has life been like being with someone like that? Like, have you ever like been with someone who's, who performs or who's an artist? Like how, how has this, how has this been different for you? Yeah. Um, I never really like, never really I never have dated an artist before so um you know it at first it was um pretty challenging for me um (laughs) and you know and and, and this is and this is for everybody that's sorry my headset fell out again this is for everybody that's dating an artist right now like if you just started dating somebody whether it's a guy or a girl and they're an artist like this is a time you need to like listen put your fucking ear to the phone put your headphones on hire the volume because this is what it's really like to be with someone who likes to perform or likes to do art or likes to. So this is why I'm asking you straight up because I know you're going to give mm-hmm. me a straight up answer. Yeah. You know, uh, like I was saying, it's, it was uh, pretty difficult at first. Um, not going to lie, you know, for everyone's listening, you know, yes, I was the jealous type. Um, I would get really jealous if like a girl goes up to him or, you know, if, or even if guys go up to him and like, I just felt like, what the hell? Like they're taking, you know, my time away, but I don't know. Like it was just, it was so complicated at first, but 
you know, we, we had a conversation and it's just like one of those things that's like, you know what, like I'm with you, you're with me, like no one's going to get in the way ever. So it's kind of like, I, I had to put all that shit aside and be like, you know what, like I respect this because this is his passion. Like he loves to perform and, you know, love making people happy and interact with people. And I wasn't really like that type. Like, yeah, I would like to say hi to people like before like the MC life, but now it's like, okay, now I understand where you're coming from because there are so many beautiful people out there. Like you guys are all beautiful. Like everybody has a different personality, of course. And, I have a good time with meeting these new people that he has introduced me to because of, you know, him emceeing and stuff. And, you know, it was rough in the beginning as well as far as like traveling and stuff because I do work full time and it's hard to take off weekends because most of the time the shows are on weekends. But, you know, I got through it. I understood more and, you know, and I love it because I grew into like, loving this side of the um I guess you can say like industry I guess um I never you Mm -hmm. know went behind the scenes or anything like that I was never that type like like oh I gotta be behind the backstage I gotta do this I gotta do that like and yeah it was cool at first and I was like okay yeah this is badass and then just like it was natural you know and and I just love watching you perform and I respect it now. It makes you happy. Like I'm not jealous anymore. I'm like, yeah, like I don't care. Like say hi to him or you say hi to her or him or whoever you need to like interact with people, do what you love. And, and I love it. I, I love watching you do these things because it makes you happy and whatever makes you happy makes me happy you know yeah. <laughs> and and I it, it was, like I said it was complicated at first but I, I love it now because it's I get to see new things too on top of that because I like to travel so it's like I take advantage of it so I can see different things now but and I, and I think with 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 that being said it's one of those things where we had to talk about it but I feel like as we had different shows and we had multiple shows I feel like as you were going through these shows with me, I, I feel like you saw like the progression, like, okay, like this is what I'm talking about and this is what it really is. And this is how it is. We walk in, mm-hmm. we do the show, we get out. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's really a job. Like it's a passion, but at the end of the day, it's a job that we're getting paid for. And it's one of those things where like, it took you a couple shows to see what it was like. And like, like you said, like, I was never the type to be like, oh, I need to be backstage or I need to know this artist. Like, I didn't snake my way into this industry. Like, I always loved going to shows. I paid my ticket or I would I would promote to get free entrance. But I would never want to go backstage. I would never want to meet the artist. Like, Mm -hmm. I I just love going and being front row and listening to the music. Yeah. But when but yeah, but when you're on the other side and you're the actual artist, like. Yeah, like, for example, Lizard Lounge, you say that you used to go all the time, like all your fucking young EDM, EDM life that as you were like, when you were younger, you would go. And then when we went to perform, you actually went to go through the kitchen or, you know, I don't remember. I was a little I think it was like the kitchen and then we went upstairs (laughs) to like the attic. (laughs) No, I don't know. It was like where all the artists, like the green room, you know, and that was like. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, we, we've done it a lot. RIP, RIP to Lizard Lounge. Yes. RIP to Lizard Lounge. Oh, my God. I love it. Yo, 
breaks my heart. <laughs> the best, best fucking venue in the world, Lizard Lounge mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. My heart is there on those walls. Yeah, it's it's uh oh, so heartbreaking, but you know, um, it it you know, like yeah, it had its perks of like of what we're doing and uh, what we do is you know right now it's you can't do any of those things but you know it was pretty cool to experience you know my my favorite venue um on a different side like i i've never seen lizard lounge on that aspect like i've threw up in their bathrooms i've you know like <laughs> i shuffled I forgot about <laughs> yeah that. i did and um I shuffled my ass all the way around, you know, and head head banged everywhere. And never once did I try to make my way in the green room or or anything like that. And it came natural, you know, that time we went and performed. And you know, and and I appreciate those things, and I appreciate everything, honestly. Like um, that Jeff and Lauren, you know, inviting us to their journey. You know, um, shout out, Cotton yeah, Candy. shout out, Cotton shout Candy. Out Cotton like, Candy. honestly, like, I, all day. I mean, we we've done a lot of things with them. They're, I mean, I miss them so much, and um, everything that they help provide, you know, to do these cool things, and I appreciate it one hundred percent. And especially when we flew out to Vegas and did not like whenever Jeff sent that thing about like, oh, slander, cool. I'm like, yeah, okay, we're gonna go see slander. Okay, yes, sweet. Like, I love slander, of course. And then next thing you know, like we're walking upstairs. We're playing. We're playing fucking video games with them, smoking some. Yeah, I'm like, um, is this real life? I'm over here organizing their um freaking alcohol table. Like, um, okay, (laughs) (laughs) like what do I do? All awkward because I'm all like, yes, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I was trying to play it cool. Like everyone else was like so chill and talking, and we're over here like. I'm like, well, I'm over here. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, we have people from chaos, like there, and I'm like, what? Like, I was like, okay, I'm not the type to like freak out, but I was freaking out in the inside, and I'm like, I'm not used to that stuff, you know, because I'm not there for the fame. I'm not there for you know anything. I'm like, I'm there for you, for for what you love to do, and I was there for our friends to support their music, you know, but when it came along with little different things, like meeting different artists, like, you know, that, yeah, I, I, well, not grow up, like, I grew up, I meant, like, like, when I started getting into EDM, like, like, I looked up to these people, and I was just like, fuck, like, what's happening? Like, this is normal, like, people are acting normal, and I'm like, okay, like, this has to be normal, you know, but I, I did my best, you know, to be cool and it was cool. And, you know, like I said about your MC life, like I it was a journey. It's been a journey for sure. And, you know, now I've, I've learned, fr- you know, to handle every type of situation, you know, that we've been in. Um, and yeah. And what I want to know about this is like, where do you see yourself, you know, um, in the future as far as like emceeing or you know doing doing other type of music because you've been writing your um your own music lately so just like I just kind of want to know like we never really talked about it like you've been doing it and I just kind of want to know like where do you want to go with this like do you want to emcee and write music you want to do bowls like what do you want to do that's a really good question and yeah like just to just to kind of go back real quick before I answer that is like that Vegas show was so amazing 
Big shout out to Jeff. Yes. Fucking Jeffrey Jones came in clutch. We flew. (laughs) We flew to Vegas for the first time. We got and and here's the crazy part that nobody understands. (laughs) And back to the topic where everybody nowadays feels so entitled. Yeah. Everybody thinks like, oh, I'm in the industry or oh, I'm the hot shit. Okay, so when we went to Vegas, nobody knows this, and you probably don't remember, but when we were in Vegas and we went to the Slander Show, when we went there, we got to see everybody. Like, we got to see a bunch of other people, like all the people that are big right now on Instagram, like all the photographers Mm -hmm. that all these DJs work with. We got to see Yuki. We got to see Sudden Death. We also got to fucking meet my boy Nick from Blacklist. Like, shout out Nicky. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just like... And it was him. He was like, welcome to the industry. Like, this is the industry that everybody wants to reach. Like, we are here in the fucking green room. Like, this is no fucking club shit. Like, this is like, this is where all the big ballers are at pretty much. Like, it was a lot for me to take in as well. But I didn't want to fangirl too much. So yeah. I try to keep it cool. <laughs> Obviously said what's up to everybody. I got to talk to Slander right before they went on stage. Like, it was an amazing experience that stuff like that happens on a regular basis to these artists. Mm-hmm. Like, so it felt so good to be on top of the world at that moment. Yeah. They got to play our song. It felt like they were playing like an old school EDC set. Like yeah. it, was it was perfect prime time. Mm-hmm. We got to see their crowd. Like it was, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So big shout out to all the fucking artists that we met that <laughs> night. I thought I, like even even meeting the photographers too, like all the fucking photographers, like Jay Bills yeah. and like all these all these photographers. Like we got to see everybody. Everybody was there. I know. I was just um, kind of like my mind with that nineteen forty two. I don't know. Like I was just kind of like floating the whole way, like just going with it. <laughs> <laughs> and no it was just like oh shit like you're that guy from instagram or oh you're that girl from there and the owner of chaos like oh shit you're you're chaos like yeah he had the fucking diamond chain that said chaos like yo like this is real life like we're in the fucking big baller room smoking blunts playing fucking super smash brothers with slander mm-hmm. best fucking time ever yeah Amen. honestly like, like everybody was pretty fucking cool like we didn't have any issues like no one you know didn't look at us like who the fuck are they or nothing like that like everybody was pretty damn cool and i I had a great time <laughs> yeah and the reason why everybody's cool is because they're used to it like this is what they go through all the mm-hmm. time like so that's what i'm saying like everybody like all these new artists like, well so if you're listening to this and you're an upcoming dj please be humble your whole journey because when you're humble and you're an artist that's when you're the best that's when you're fucking on top of the world yeah well like you say that and i mean i'm not gonna say where and when or whatever but like i don't know if you remember because you're probably just excited to like perform and have a good time but like i feel like we've been in a couple of situations where like and these people like it like there was no other like bigger DJs or nothing like that. It was just like us. And it's like people were just like kind of treating us like shit. And I'm just kind of like, oh, yep. like, what the fuck? No, I, I know. We, we, we go I to know. Vegas and we're like with like high top ballers, like surrounded by these people and they're cool as shit. And we're over here like in a fucking town where it's like, OK, yeah, this makes sense because you guys don't have a fucking life. I don't want to be rude, but it's kind of like it's like you don't have a fucking life. and You just want to be top dog. Like I have no respect for people like that, like whatsoever. 
I believe. Yeah. And that's the thing is, and it's not even about being a big baller or anything. It's just like, these are grade A artists. Fucking slander. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, I'm like, did this really happen? They talked to us normal. They took a picture with us. Like I said, we got to hang out. Like, it was so amazing. They were so humble. Like, yep. I love them so much. We got to see everything. Like, nobody was rude. Nobody was mean. A fucking millionaire, really, that owns a fucking club, Chaos. Like, he talked to us nice. Like, nobody was being no, rude. No. And, you know, like, and it's like you said, like, we come back to this and we're doing shows and we get treated like, you know, dog shit in some cases. But that's when you know, hey, I'm never going to do business with you. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly. never going to. I'm I'm not coming to this venue ever again. Exactly. And that's not being that is not being cocky. That's just being like, hey, I want you to treat me the way that I would treat you. I love to support local artists. Mm-hmm. And if you're a local artist and you're my homie, more than likely I have you up on a golden pedestal because I love you so much and I want to see you succeed and I want to see you win. And then this business, there's plenty of food for all of us to eat. Yeah. So Nobody's better than anyone else. We all make the same amount of money. You know, we work the same shitty jobs on the side. So it's like, we're all on the same lane. But to answer your question, (laughs) I definitely see myself making music, continue to make music. I, I, I really, I find it so soothing to make my own music. And it's funny because the songs that you least expect to be badass are the ones that are actually badass. Like the one I played for you right now in the car, Mm -hmm. it was like so fire. It was good. And I see myself (laughs) and I see myself writing music. And when this pandemic is over and I feel like it's or not over, but controlled. And I feel like it's safe to go out again, even with a mask. I do see myself emceeing with a mask. Like I see myself doing all that. So yeah, like I see myself writing music. I see myself emceeing I see myself learning to cut hair. I see myself drawing more. I see myself reading books more. I see myself growing and feeding myself knowledge to be a better person every single day for you and for myself. So that's where I really see myself, to be honest. That's great. And I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, we have an amazing journey. It's going to continue, especially when we get married and and all that stuff. Speaking of getting married... Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> I really, like, I hope this shit's over with because, like, I mean, I don't know. We really never, like, thought about a date or nothing because of because of what's going on in the world. But, like, I really want to get married next year. Like, and I really want to pick out a venue. <laughs> like, that's what I think it's it's good. It's, yeah, like, it's good to, it's good to start looking and it's good to start planning uh, so fucking DJ Blast, if you're out there listening to this shit, you're going to I still I'm going to book you to play at our wedding. Yes. So be be ready to play some fucking cumbias and shit. <laughs> yes. I'm excited. And <laughs> and just like out of like curiosity, um, like, did you want to like do like a bachelor party? Like for myself? Well, yeah, like with a bunch of friends, because like. People, what people don't know and what we're not, like, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want people to, like. A bunch of, a bunch of baddies, like a uh, bunch of, no. bunch of bitches. No. I'm not going to say bitches. That's rude. A bunch of females shaking their gluteus I mean, I guess, like, if you want strippers, I'm okay with that. Like, whatever you want to do. 
but <laughs> um but no like I'm just like curious because like what people don't know or I don't think I want to like really advertise it's like we're not going to have like a typical wedding or or anything like that you know and it's it's different I'm not traditional you're you're not traditional so it's not like we're gonna have that type of wedding but I'm just like curious like if you wanted to like get with like a few friends or go somewhere or what because like I mean I know I want to go somewhere <laughs> yeah no and and you definitely deserve to do whatever you want to do with friends and it's funny because you you can do whatever you want to like we're, we're so open with each other so you're down to do whatever you want and, and that's perfectly fine but I think with a topic like that I think we're going to end it on this note because we're about to come up on this oh hour, but I will say that. Yeah. But I will say this. All my homies out there that want to do some bachelor shit, like let's rock and roll and let's fucking get the good times going because I'm fucking engaged. Holy shit. And I'm about to be married soon. So yes, if you're a homie, we should plan something and let's rock and roll. Um, but yeah, this, this has gone really well way well than i expected this is our first episode of militia talks and this is some primetime shit like could you hear me good through this whole thing yeah i did actually (laughs) (laughs) like you 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 sound really good okay good (laughs) i was a little worried so yeah so i'm gonna turn this off and i'm gonna go to the next room and give you a kiss and probably drink the rest of your beer if you didn't already finish it okay sounds good to me do you still have beer yeah i do Okay, fucking A1. All right. Was is there anything else you want to say before you go? No, that's it. I had a good time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and thanks for being here. So, uh what is like promote your Instagram? Like follow Mary at Base Babe. <laughs> it's just Base Babe? Yeah, like Base uh, underscore Babe, I think. I don't even know. Yeah, what Base. That's bad. <laughs> yeah no that's that's why i left it to you to say so i think follow mary at base (laughs) underscore babe at instagram on instagram (laughs) Instagram. instagram.org alrighty peeps well thank you so much for tuning in this is militia talks we are outski let's go